when John the Baptist and Jesus came preaching, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, mentioned earlier in Matthew there, chapters 3 and 4, it wasn't something completely new. The coming of the kingdom was something for which Jews had been waiting in anticipation for centuries. From Genesis right through the Old Testament and into the New. And actually, thy kingdom come went right through the New Testament also. But for the Jews specifically, it was right through the Old Testament from Genesis. So when Jesus, in the Sermon of the Mount, teaches his disciples to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, these words didn't come as a shock. There's a lot of Old Testament background in this particular concept. And the kingdom of God was something the Jews were expecting. And during the time of Jesus, Jews even concluded their synagogue services with a prayer, the, uh, the Kaddish, that is similar to, the sec- to this section of the Lord's Prayer. Exalted and hallowed be his great name in the world which he created according to his will. May he let his kingdom rule in your lifetime and in your days and in the lifetime of the whole house of Israel speedily and soon. Praised be his great name from eternity to eternity. And to this say, Amen. Depending which scripture you turn to, in some passages the kingdom is spoken of of something imminent. Both John and Jesus declared that the kingdom of God is near. Elsewhere, Jesus speaks of the kingdom as an already present reality. But if it is, oh, sorry, in reality, but if it is by the Spirit of God I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Yet in his instruction regarding prayer, Jesus teaches his disciples to pray that the kingdom of God will come in a way that has not yet happened. In other words, praying thy kingdom come will complete God's kingdom here on earth. It is something which is growing and moving. The phrase your kingdom come is parallel to the phrase your will be done. In fact, I understand that both these phrases, as well as the phrase hallowed be your name, have the exact same construction in the Greek that's been carried forward into the English translation. There is a connection between the three petitions. Part of what it means for God's kingdom to come is for his name to be hallowed and and his will to be done on earth. And this needs to be done through his people, you and I. His kingdom to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this isn't a reality yet. So the prayer anticipation and uh, prayer, prayer anticipation is for future state, a future state of, of affairs. 
Something's going to happen in the future. God's kingdom will grow and come. More than the kingdom that we are living in now and that's moving forward. We must also understand, however, that when we pray for God's kingdom to come, of his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, that this begins with each one of us. I think one of the dangers with repeating the Lord's Prayer week after week is we're sort of praying it out there rather than in here. We must ask ourselves, are we hallowing God's name? We must ask ourselves if we're doing God's will. As Christians, we are those who claim to have already submitted to the Lordship of Christ. We are already citizens of his kingdom. And he is already our king. But are we faithful subjects or are we half-hearted disciples? If we're to pray the way the Lord instructed, we must be those that live the way he instructed. In Acts chapter 1, we can see how we get strength to do just this through the Holy Spirit. In my former book, I wrote about all all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up into heaven. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles, he, in his suffering, showed himself to these men and gave them convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. And on one occasion, he was eating with them, he gave them this command, do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptised with water. But in a few days, you will receive the Holy Spirit. We can't do anything for the kingdom if the Holy Spirit is not working through us. It's a clear message. God sent Jesus into the world as part of his kingdom building. And Jesus, in a sense, passed it on to you and I, his disciples. And we need to be involved in growing the kingdom, God's kingdom, not ours, for the future. gather I've been looking at a few things in connection with the Archbishop of Canterbury recently a couple of things this week he said that I wasn't so keen on but um, you know he has to say various things I'm sure but the Archbishop of Canterbury speaking in Winchester Cathedral a few weeks ago said this without the work of the Holy Spirit the church is no more than a club not a very good club 
the wine is somewhat indifferent. And the rows on the management committee are terrible. And it is entirely incapable of facing the forces of darkness, the things that undermine our lives, the things that disrupt, and many others. It cannot love. It cannot act, and most of all, it is incapable of being Christ in today's world. When the Holy Spirit comes, as it did in Acts, by contrast, the frightened overcome their fear. The weak are strengthened. The witnesses stand up and give their testimony. The club becomes the greatest army in history. An army without weapons that overthrows empires and brings revolution with hope. In the world around us, it is the Holy Spirit that brings order out of chaos, who makes the world a rational place. So to pray thy kingdom come and pray come Holy Spirit, that's prayer that asks for the cosmos to be put in order and the individual to find new life, for the nations to find harmony, and the human to be put back on the the right path. If we do not pray, come Holy Spirit, with thy kingdom come, the only thing is our own solution. And our own solutions will fail. God sent his son into the world that all who believe in him will be saved. And that son sends us out in the world so that the power of the Holy Spirit and through the power of the Holy Spirit we can be part of building the kingdom of God. So what has the last year meant to you? Does thy kingdom come mean more to you and me now than it did a year ago? Are we able to say thy kingdom come and then continue with thy will be done? Where? On earth. Here. As it is in heaven.